Welcome to the Fitness Food Collective Podcast with Gina Day, where I teach you how to ditch the diet for good, leaving you feeling healthy, confident, balanced, and fully transformed from the inside out. Are you ready to transform? Let's go. Six things you can do right now to get your shit in order. Okay, so have you ever started something new and you were just so excited about it? You went all out like you are just so ready to do this new thing. And then by like week two, it has fizzled out and you're just like, ugh, over it. Why? Like, why do we do that to ourselves? Well, I'm going to give you six things that you can do right now to stop the madness with starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And these six things can literally be applied to anything in life. For the purpose of this podcast, I am going to talk about diet and exercise. So are you ready? Awesome. Let's go. The first thing that you can do right now is to, number one, pick one diet and stick with it. Have you ever heard of the saying, there are too many chefs in the kitchen? Well, the same concept can be applied when we're talking about diets, exercise programs, nutrition programs, whatever you want to call it. I kind of hate the word diet, but I'm just going to use it because it's just an easier term to use. So the idea behind picking a diet plan or a nutrition protocol is to pick one and stick with it. I see so many people starting one plan because it's the newest plan. Like right now, keto is really hip and everybody's on keto. And keto has been around for freaking ages. It's not new. But it's it's like so on trend right now. I think keto is amazing when it's done properly. But some people, if they're not necessarily seeing a drastic change, like immediately, they're like, "Ugh, this isn't working. This didn't work for me. And the thing is, out of all of the 150 dietary theories that there are out there, they all work if you A, do them correctly, and B, stick with it long enough so that you can see results. The problem is when back to my saying that I mentioned just a couple seconds ago, too many chefs in the kitchen, when you're trying to apply too many theories at the same time, your body is not going to recognize that anything new is even happening. So chances are, if you are trying to hop on a diet, like keto, for instance, I'm just going to say you're probably wanting to do that so that you can burn fat. You're probably trying to lose a little bit of weight, burn some fat. And what you have to do is shock the body so that it gets out of homeostasis. Homeostasis is where our body feels most comfortable. It's like our body's most natural, balanced equilibrium, basically. It's where the body feels its best naturally. That's why whenever we do a diet or anything drastic and then suddenly stop, you if you lose 10 pounds quick, you're probably going to gain that 10 pounds back because your body is constantly seeking 
natural balance, equilibrium, homeostasis. So unless you're giving it a shock, you're not really going to see any sort of results immediately. So that's why it's common for people to say, oh, I didn't notice anything different with that. Well, did you really apply the principles of that diet 100%? And did you apply those principles for a long enough time that your body is actually going to react? It's either going to be a yes or a no. If it's yes, then maybe that's not the right diet for you. If it's a no, then maybe you need to apply all of those principles 100% for a long enough time so that you can actually see a difference. Cool. So what I'm getting at is pick one thing, give yourself plenty of time to actually do it 100% and then assess whether it's the right thing for you or not. Okay, number two related to number one is SOS, shiny object syndrome. How many freebies are you going to download and clog up your inbox? I have an old saying that I stand true to this day. When people pay, they pay attention. Same for you, same for me. If I'm getting freebies left and right, I look at maybe the first paragraph. I do the week challenge for maybe a day, maybe two days, but if I'm not paying for it, I'm not paying attention. And that's the same with everybody and everything. It doesn't matter if it's 101 ways to use coconut oil, 101 ways to lose weight, 101 ways to make kale taste amazing. I don't care what it is. If it's free, I probably have downloaded it, forget that I downloaded it, and then in the meantime have subscribed to this person's email list and it's just clogging up my inbox at this point and I don't even remember how I got on this person's email list to begin with and it all started with how to use coconut oil 101 ways let's be real so tip number two to get your shit in order today stop downloading all the freebies it's really that simple my third tip that I have is do something 100%. This goes back to number one. I mentioned this in number one. If you're not doing something 100%, you're not going to see results. If you're doing something half-assed, you're going to get half-assed results. It doesn't matter if it's a diet, a new exercise program, if you're in business for yourself, if you're going to marriage counseling, if you're going to family counseling, I don't care what it is. If you're not doing it 100%, then you're not doing it at all. How you do anything is how you do everything. I stand firm in that saying, and it's true. If you're not going to put 100% effort behind something, then you might as well not even do it at all. And it's not a dig on anyone, but it might just not be the right time for you because sometimes we try to take on too many projects and what happens is we do everything like halfway. But if you're not going to do it 100%, then you might want to just scale back on that or maybe scale back on something else until you can dedicate 100% of your time into whatever it is that you're trying to take on. Okay, and tip number four is taking other people's advice when they're not in a position to actually give you any advice. So this actually goes back to number one. Everything, it's funny, everything is going back to number one. I think I just could have just done one tip with how you can get your shit in order right now, but I'm elaborating on everything. So taking other people's advice when they're not in a position to give you advice. Back when I was competing, I went through my phases of working with a coach and not working with a coach. And 
it was glaringly obvious when I was not working with a coach. You could see the difference physically, but internally in my world, in my head, I was like, bah. I was like running around like a chicken with its head cut off, taking advice from everybody and their grandma. I had friends who were like, hey, what do your numbers look like? What are your macros? And back when I was even working with a coach and people would ask me what my numbers were and I would tell them, they would immediately say, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing this. But they weren't the ones who were checking in with me every week. And they weren't the ones who were looking at my body. They weren't the ones who knew what my training program looked like, what my cardio plan looked like. They just were looking at one piece of the puzzle, not looking at the whole puzzle and trying to tell me what to do. So imagine that compounded with when I wasn't working with a coach and I was trying to wing it on my own. OMG, I was changing up my numbers and my diet like every week because I was freaking out. I was freaking out because I didn't have a professional who was looking at me and a professional who could see the big picture. I just had somebody just throwing things at me willy-nilly because they were looking at me right here, right now at this point in time without the big picture in mind. So I was taking advice from people who I shouldn't have been because they couldn't see the big picture. I was taking advice from people who should have, A, not been giving me advice, and B, aren't even in a position to give me advice. So be cautious of who you're taking advice from. A. Is it somebody who is in a position to even give you advice? B, is this person even understanding your big picture? C, is this person even qualified to be giving you advice? D, did you even ask for advice in the first place? Remember too, not everybody who's giving you advice has your best interest in mind. And ask yourself, has this person achieved what I'm trying to achieve and what I want to trade places with this person? I'm not even saying that those two things are the end-all be-all criteria for taking advice from other people but it is definitely something to keep in mind because there are a lot of people just throwing things out there because they might have heard it or read it on a blog or heard it in a podcast and they're just like oh well I heard you had to do x y and z and then it gets you thinking like oh shit maybe I should be doing x y and z and you're over here doing abc so just something to keep in mind that just because you hear somebody saying it doesn't mean that you need to be doing it. Don't forget too that when people give you advice, they're giving you advice through their lens, through their filter. It's like an Instagram filter. You're over here uploading everything in Valencia and they're over here telling you that you need to be using Hudson. They're looking at you through their own eyes, their eyes, their lens, their filter. That's not to say that their pictures look good with the filter they're using, but if you try to use your pictures with your filter and then they'll throw their filter on top, it's probably going to look like shit, like a mish, mishmash. Mishmash. Try saying that three times fast. I just decided I'm never going to say that word again. <laughs> okay, cool. So that was awkward. Moving on. <laughs> Number five give yourself enough time how long did it take you to get to this point and now you're trying to throw something in and expect to see results what in a week two weeks a month you got to give yourself enough time to actually do it and see results things don't happen overnight think about how long does it take for a baby to walk 
okay, the baby gets on their tummy, they do the Superman, then they get up on their knees and they go rocking back and forth, they twerk a little bit, then they get up on their feet, they get up, they get down, they get up, they get down, they pull themselves up, then they learn how to do the side shuffle along the furniture, then maybe they take a step and they fall down, then maybe they take another two steps and they fall down. Think about how long it takes for a baby to become that little tiny infant to a full-blown walker. It takes a baby anywhere from two months to six solid months to walk, to get their footing and to take those steps confidently and strongly. And then what? By the time they're two, three years old, they're running around like they've been walking their whole life. And they haven't been walking their whole life. They learned how to walk. So you need to understand that you need to give yourself an adequate amount of time to do this new plan. It's not going to happen overnight. And then for it to become a full-blown lifestyle change, that takes years. I don't care what anybody says. You're not going to have abs in four minutes. You're not going to do anything that is a solid lifestyle change overnight. It takes time. It takes months. It takes years. It's daily practice. And if there's anybody else in the world that is doing it, then that's just proof that you can do it too. Okay, number six. The sixth thing on my list is for you to be prepared to get uncomfortable. I wanted to keep the last one short and sweet for you. So just to recap, six things you can do right now to get your shit in order. Number one, pick one thing and stick with it. Number two, avoid shiny object syndrome. Number three, do it 100%. Number four, do not take other people's advice who are not in a position to give you advice. Number five, give yourself enough time to see a result. And number six, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Thank you so much for listening today and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Food Collective with Gina Day. If you like our show and want to know more, check out fitnessfoodcollective.com, find us on Facebook, and even join our private Facebook group. If you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, please screenshot it and send it to Gina at fitnessfoodcollective.com, and I will send you a free GDAX guide sent right to your inbox. Tune in next time and there will be a new freebie every episode. Let me know what your favorite part of the podcast was on my latest Instagram at Fitness Food Collective. I can't wait to hear and I'll catch you on the next episode.